Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Glad you could make it, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Arsenal host Liverpool. West Ham face Burnley in the Claret and Blue Derby. And Harry Redknapp's upset. Before you say it, Aston Villa fans, you get back in the Premier League, you'll be also in the Claret and Blue derby again. A three-way. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> terrific. <laughs> is Harry Redknapp uh, feeling anything but terrific? <laughs> well, he is, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's outraged. Yeah. He's very outraged. Uh, yes, of course, this is... Um, this was uh, when, when Gary Neville talked about Spurs being spineless and soft. <laughs> mm. I just say, I like he more squeaked about it. Oh, yeah, he did. They get, those guys went mad on Monday. It was I, beautiful. I didn't see it live because I was at the game, but I caught up with it. Uh, and so I only seen highlights. So you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But, mm-hmm. but it was very, very emotionally led and very high pitched. Yeah. And the best bit of it, yeah. and I've got no problem. I have no vested interest in Spurs at all, but I've got no problem with Gary Neville's assessment of Spurs mm-hmm. overall. But mm-hmm. there's an amazing bit, which I don't think has been picked up on enough. He says, over the last 30 years, Spurs have been spineless and all this other stuff. Pathetic. And then he just goes, pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely yeah. beside yeah. himself with anger. It's almost like he's thought about it and he yeah. thought, no, no, it's worse than that. It's pathetic. Well, yeah, the thing is, what, what I think is really clever about how um, Neville is, is needling Carragher there is um, he drops in Liverpool a couple of times as well. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's like... Carrigan knows that Neville's talking about Spurs, but he feels like he's talking about Liverpool. And yeah. he can't help but get riled about it. It's a beautiful it, it, thing. Neville will always occasionally, well, not always, but he'll occasionally throw in, and Liverpool, by the way. Yeah. And Liverpool, by the way. It's always a by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Well, it's annoyed Harry Redknapp. Did you enjoy it, Marcus? I, enjoy, I enjoyed that. Um, it's something that's quite underrated for Englishmen as well, that when when we get annoyed, we and, and really annoyed, we go sort of quite high-pitched, and you go, surely yeah, you know yeah. you kind of do a bit of that and there was a wonderful oh, going to take off yeah but that part of England is it particularly lends itself to that type of sort of um, vocal tick doesn't it a vocal sort of yeah, identity I, I think the whole country actually I think it might be surprised yeah, right okay um, but maybe if you're talking about Liverpool then then stereotypically well you might be talking about Mark, Liverpool Marcus yeah, I, can, I, I, can I would like to distance comment. myself from that <laughs> There's no need to do those signs, those hand gestures. <laughs> There's no need to, I just wanted to. <laughs> um, but yeah, because this is annoyed Harry Redknapp, of course. He was uh, he was a Spurs manager once upon a time. <laughs> he said, listen, I've got the raving hump. <laughs> I really wouldn't speak to him. I really wouldn't want to speak to him, to be honest. I've got the raving needle with him. <laughs> I think he's totally out of order. I really do. The raving needle. The raving needle. <laughs> this would have been like around the... Was Gary Neville still playing when... when- Redknapp was managing Spurs? It's possible. Um, yeah, because Spurs didn't beat Man United at Old Trafford for a long, long time, did they? So never would have played against pretty much all of those, but a hell of a lot of those sides. So, you know, he's talking from experience. But well, I, th- I think I, but I think that... Um, Ferguson derided Spurs, didn't he? That, he that did. famous oh, yeah, he did. team he did. He did. Neville obviously is very much a son of, of Ferguson, we know that. I don't think necessarily, other than the, than the way it was delivered, and no one around this table, at least of all me, can criticise other people for that. But 
it was largely true what he said. Mm. And I wonder whether, uh, um, other people have mentioned this, but I wonder whether old Harry, old mm-hmm. Redders, mm-hmm. has been asked to rustle up a bit of controversy Surely ahead, of, not. ahead of I'm a Celebrity. You out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he called him the talk sport, didn't he, to, to yeah, talk about he it. Did, He's so. his own man. He's his own man. And he said he, he wasn't able to, he's not allowed to say either way whether he's going into the jungle or not, which essentially means that he must be, because otherwise yeah. he would just say, well, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, why don't you just say you're thinking about it? You know? yeah. yeah. Or they're thinking about it. Maybe have he's you, asked them and they're... Have you been approached, Marcus? Not yet. Would you do it? No. 150 grand. Are you talking about presenting or being in there? 150 grand, yeah. being in there. Presenting. <laughs> <laughs> what, you were sitting by the Marcus, phone when... <laughs> yeah. Marcus and Deck. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, is that not up for grabs? No, because Holly Willoughby now is doing it with him. Oh, okay. This series. I just thought yeah. that was a, that was a short term. But if anything, you're going to replace the short one, not the tall one. That's yeah. 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 Well, they were both short de- and deck. True. Yeah. That's you true. know what I mean. But I'm just saying, for 150 grand, you're not going in there. Uh, Couple of weeks in Australia. Well, I, you know, I might be. I might not be. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say. I, I'm not allowed. Yeah, I can't comment on whether or not Marcus is going to. Yeah. The <laughs> Which currency is it in? <laughs> yeah. In these dark days, um, Redknapp. I mean, there was no need for Redknapp to have a go at uh, Neville's failed stint at Valencia. No, manager. but he, well, why not? Going to make well, a few well, more headlines, it, yeah. But Jim, it it's not relevant. Nah, you don't see what I mean. It, but why why don't you think it's relevant? Because he's talking about he's talking about he's well, talking. I suppose ultimately he's talking about the fact that Pochettino has done such a good job at Spurs and is a good manager. So it's, it is in reference to what it used to be like. So it is a discussion about management. Yeah, I mean, and Neville has been a failed manager. Redknapp is trying to undermine Neville's credibility, isn't it? No, Redknapp's doing it to be a bellend. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm just know, trying that's, to... That's within the bellendery. No, yeah. but, it's, but it's a bit like if, if a pundit who was quite a tough tackler and, and put on some, some heavy challenges said, oh, you know, that player there has gone in that's a bit of a dirty tackle. Hmm. He's, he can say that. Yeah, it, I suppose it depends how he do how yeah, he, how it. he goes into it. Because if he then starts saying, "Well, that's an absolute disgrace," what is he thinking? You know, you're a professional footballer. You shouldn't be acting like that. For blah, example, blah, blah, Graham Souness. There's yeah. one. Yeah, it's what's really funny. What's been lost? Yeah, but you could get away with it more as soon as today. Well, he certainly tried to. <laughs> what's been lost is that this is amongst you know Neville praising Spurs. Yeah, this has all become about this row between them. Harry Redknapp wading in, and all the quotes are like about Spurs being pathetic and spineless. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. But he, I mean, I suppose he's, he's speaking in the past tense. What I would be, I'd like to be a fly on the wall where on Saturday, um, I don't know what, what the scheduling is in terms of who's doing it, of course, but I'd like to be a fly on the wall when Gary Neville's in the green room and Jamie Redknapp walks in. Carragher, old Jamie Redknapp. No, Jamie Redknapp. Yeah, and says and says, uh, "All right, everything okay? Everything all right?" Yeah. <laughs> Because he wondered how Jamie feels about it. Caught between them. He's very much caught between them. Um, but anyway, Spurs will be playing Arsenal in the Carabao Cup mm. in the next round. Of course, Arsenal beat Blackpool 2-1. Blistering stuff at the Emirates. Um, yeah, I, uh, what about Aaron Ramsey? I'd like to talk to you about him, gentlemen. Uh, according to reports, he's been told he can leave the club at the end of the season. Do, do we think that's a good move? I think it's it's um, a very confusing situation, I have to say, because one of the things Arsenal need to get better at is just is making money on transfers because uh, they seem to lose a lot of players for w- what you would seem to think is of quite sort of you know, under market value amounts. And the idea of Aaron Ramsey having been at the club for 10 years and being the player of the quality that we know he has going for, for nothing and potentially Danny Welbeck as well, because um, he's also got a year left, is... Is really confusing to me. I don't really understand it. There's a, a few theories going around, one of which is that he wanted parity with Meza Ozil or sort of similar um, wages and Arsenal will need to sort of self-sustain a bit more because of, um, you know, the way the club is run by um, Kronka. Um, so maybe it's that, but I, I feel that even with that in mind, it's, it makes sense to sort of give him a shorter-term contract and try and root some money back a bit later. Perhaps Unai Emery 
wants to get rid of some of the sort of Arsenal, uh, Arsene Wenger old guard and just sort of make it into his squad as quickly as he can. And Ramsey's the longest serving player at the club. I, I find it a shame. I think um, he's a very good player. He's, he's always worked very hard. Uh, he, he had something that's a little bit different um, from a lot of players in the squad, which, you know, some people deride him for and say, actually, that's not necessarily a good thing. But I feel it's a shame that a player like Aaron Ramsey will um, end his Arsenal career in this bizarre way. The thing is with Ramsey, I mean, he's, he's, he's scored big goals as well. Mm. You know, you FA think Cup this, finals, two FA Cup finals. Absolutely, you know. And I, For me, Ramsey, you think, well, where would he go next? It wouldn't shock me if he moved to... I mean, one of the papers was saying that, you know, Klopp should try and sign him. I don't know about that and the system they play and so on. But it wouldn't shock me if he went to a club of a similar level oh, to absolutely. Arsenal or even bigger yeah. and play and then really played yeah. really I good mean, football. Arsenal will very, very much strengthen a rival there. He's been with Chelsea in the past as well. And if you get anyone on a free, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that, that's that's a really appealing situation for a lot of a lot of clubs. Yeah, I think every way you look at it, it's been handled quite poorly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's, he's got a lot of experience. He's captained the club in Europe last week. Mm. You know, I mean, this is not a this is not a big yeah. part player. It's, he's yeah, featured a lot this, this season, season already. Yeah. yeah, part of the side um, that overcame Blackpool. And, and he publicly said, well, he publicly said he had no idea why his contract offer was removed. And if they would just explain it to him, he mm. would accept it. Now, of course, that has apparently re- it's been reported that that's now been sorted out. But I mean, he played over thirty times in the last couple of years. Mm. He's an important player mm. for them. And that it, weirdly enough, it does link back to what we were talking about with. Carragher and Neville's conversation on Monday night because what Neville was saying was that well Spurs don't let players go on freeze. Spurs handle mm. people's contracts properly. You don't yeah. see a, you rarely see a Spurs player that doesn't they don't mm-hmm. want to goes away without any sort of money. Did, I can't think of any examples of that. Did Redknapp wade in the contract chat? They should have got Redknapp on the phone, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. They should have got on the phone. But but so so I do think it's been handled particularly poorly. And I I also think just as a as a you know as a neutral looking at Arsenal, it's a real shame as well because Ramsey's as as uh, on occasion, as you guys have rightly mentioned, on occasion has shown himself to be a standout player for Arsenal. Mm. And he's done that in an environment of managerial decline in terms of yeah. Arsenal Wenger's And also chaos. Yeah. Generally throughout so the last decade. It, I, was, I was very excited when Emery came in to see what players would respond, what players would work. And, and I actually thought uh, that, 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 that Ramsey would be a player to really benefit from a new manager coming mm. in. And the fact that it's not been sorted out and the fact that he's going to go after just one season, now he might achieve a lot this season in the, in the, in the time he's got left. For me, for a player of that quality, I think it's a shame. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I suppose, not a massively uh, dissimilar type of player at Liverpool where some are saying that he may not fit in Liverpool's system too much at the moment or whatever, is Adam Lallana. And he's he'd be in contention for a start. He's, he, he played uh, against Cardiff. He played the first hour and then Shakiri came on for him. And actually, Shakiri really helped sort of change the game. But some are suggesting Lallana's not good enough to fit in this Liverpool side anymore. Of course, Arsenal playing Liverpool at the weekend. I mean, it, it, it's a funny one because a lot of managers like Lallana, you know, Southgate really wanted him to go to the World Cup, but it was just a little, it was a bridge too far, I suppose, for him because he'd been out for injury for so long and so forth. Klopp uh, likes him. Other Liverpool managers have as well. But some fans sort of think Lallana's time at the club may be coming to an end. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of stuff saying that... Um... He's Southgate in particular really rates him as a sort of link player, which actually you would think would be perfect for Liverpool's style. But a lot of the criticism of him is, is of overcomplicating things and maybe trying tricks when he could move the game on on a bit faster, which is what Liverpool do so effectively now. So maybe they've just moved on from him. But then you know he's a good footballer, isn't he? So he should be able to adapt his game. And if, it's if also he can get hard a to say, though, isn't it? Because he's not playing. I mean, exactly. two, two seasons ago he played a lot. In last season he had one Premier League appearance or something, and he obviously came on in the Champions League final. Big crossroads for him now. He's thirty, so mm-hmm. I mean, if he is gonna, I I certainly wouldn't 
it's nothing to do with me, of course. But personally, I wouldn't want to see him go from Liverpool because if you look at what happened to them in the Champions League final, they just had no depth. Yeah, absolutely no depth. And he, he'd only played what two or three exactly. games before exactly. he wasn't. Yeah, he right. had to be called upon, didn't he? Yeah, to go yeah. into a, a Champions League final against Real Madrid, he wasn't at the races no. fitness wise. But, but I guess my point is that I know they've made additions, Shakiri and, and one or two others, you know, Cater and Fabinho, that sort of stuff. They need they need depth. I mean, yeah, if, if, this is a team that hasn't won the Premier League yet. In, mm. in the Premier League era, of course, mm-hmm. and 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 down the stretch, it's going to be important for them to have players to call upon. And Lalan is thirty; he's an experienced player. He's been out the game a long time, but he's still have got quality. So it would, for me, be a backward step if they let him move on. I think I think he's quite a handy player to have because I think he can fill in on on the wings in an attacking position. But actually, I think he can play in a three. And I know that if 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 Klopp or even Southgate play with like a pivot, you know, and then two kind of runners ahead of that, I actually think he can be one of those runners. You know, one thing that. I can't remember now if it was under Rogers or maybe more under Klopp, but they made Lalana a bit more functional. He used to only last for sort of 60 or 70 minutes right. at Southampton and he came in and he was, you know, he's always been a good player, of course, but but he needed a bit more steel about him, I suppose. A bit more functionality, if you know what I mean. And and he's become that, I think. It's a great shame with the injury because for a while I thought he was one of England's best players. You know, I know England aren't Liverpool, for crying out loud, but I don't I think there's... He, uh, he struggled with the adjustment of moving Southampton to Liverpool, which you'd expect because Liverpool are a far bigger club and, and, and you're right. You've got to win every week at Liverpool. The 60 or 70 minute thing is definitely true. We talked about that at the time. And yeah, you, you've hit on something there. If, if Southampton you know have a slightly poor result at home to you know Burnley or whatever... With respect, no one really cares. It's not. It's not back page news. If Liverpool lose at home to someone like that, it's it's big news. I mean, mm. it's, it's a big deal. So he had to make that adjustment, and and he has done. Liverpool play a four three three, as we know. I mean, that, that, mm. that's basically the position, the, the formation they play. And I guess because he's been out of the game so long, it's it's up to Lallana to find a place in that team. Mm. Is he in their best team at the moment? No, well, he's not, is he? He's not going to be, mm. but he has to play his way back in. But I still maintain it will be a backward step for them to lose squad players like that of, of such good quality because he's obviously got a lot of ability. Is he going to be in the team against Arsenal? That is the question. Well, Liverpool are evens to win this one against Arsenal. So £10 uh, with Bet365 returns £20, including stake. And if you stick around till the end, you might find a little bit more information about that game in the best bet. Oh, you saucy tease. <laughs> All right, let's move on to West Ham versus Burnley. The Hammers are out of the Carabao Cup, of course. There were two pitch invaders at the London Stadium last night. One of them was wearing a screen mask. Hmm. Yeah, I quite like that. In, yeah. in sort of, uh, you know, Halloween style. Thematic. None of us here at the Ramble would like to uh, endorse the idea of people invading the pitch. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like you absolutely have to do it, Wear a screen I mask. don't mind you wearing a screen mask. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, Did it remind you of the first scene in Scream 2? Ooh. Is there one a pitch the invasion? Scream? Which for me... <laughs> 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 yeah. You know, the, the sequel about the football team. Yeah. Um, scream 2 for me is superior to Scream. I know it's gonna, I'm going to get a lot of pelters for saying that. I can't remember Scream yeah, 2. Yeah, I can't remember either well enough. I remember the opening scene of Scream. Awful. What, Drew Barrymore? As in terrifying. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. yeah. The opening scene to Scream 2 is... It's a film about the events in Scream, the first Scream, yeah. and everyone's watching at the cinema and they've all got Scream masks on. Oh, and then there's I do an actual remember. murder happens in there and they think it's part Whoa. of the film. Meta. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's quite good. My giddy aunt. Well, check it out. Well, Pellegrini's not a fan, is he? Manuel though? Pellegrini said of, of those things about the Scream mask and probably about the film as well, <laughs> those things aren't for football, <laughs> which I think we knew before, but it's good but to get I, confirmation. I like that the way he said that makes it out that he's genuinely concerned that that would impair your ability to play for you <laughs> yeah. because it would cover your vision. Yeah, yeah we don't true. want everybody doing this now. No. 
Who used Downward to wear? Sort of thing. You know, you get the fancy masks if you've got an, like a broken nose or something. Or yeah, a, or I don't know a, how fancy they are. Yeah, well, as if they're not like at the governor's ball. I'll tell you what, Jim, they look not, a bit similar. Yeah, they've <laughs> got, got that little stick on them, haven't yeah, they? Exactly. Fair enough. First, not gilded. The first player I can ever remember wearing one was Paul Gascoigne. Cheek yeah. injury, I think. Oh, is that yeah. what it was? I remember. Did Edgar Davids wear? No, that was just glasses. That was for glaucoma mm. for his. Uh, Sorry, glaucoma, that's yeah. rather different. They were far more stylish. But yes, of course, last time when West Ham hosted Burnley in the league, there were a number of pitch invaders and crowd disturbances. Now, after this, the stewards at the London Stadium, they took action. They're now more prepared to deal with uh, such things as invaders and so on and so forth. They wear football boots, so they have an advantage if they need to chase a pitch invader. I, I, I find... The thing is, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because They need to have some sort of Velcro-adjusted footwear, and I'll tell you why. You're a, <laughs> um, it's an important issue. You're a steward working at a ground, you're sat on the sort of by the touchline facing yeah. the crowd as we all know so you look at the crowd so for that purpose if you need to get in there yeah. you're going to need to wear flat sole foot absolutely because yeah. you're not going to get anywhere on the concrete concourses with boots on I remember when I was a kid mm-hmm. under 10s football possibly even by junior school Moldies would be better than boots well quite I remember, but still I remember wearing full st- a full stud mm. walking from the school across to the field made the cardinal error Madness. of cutting across the concrete playground oh. markers slipped Grazed my thigh so mm-hmm. badly, couldn't actually play. No. You don't want that happening for stewards in the in the stadium. But if there's a pitch invader, you, you're you're in big trouble trying to catch up with them on on mm. the trainers on. Yeah, they may, maybe need retractable studs. Yes, I think that's right. I think that's an improvement on my Velcro option, which I didn't really explain. <laughs> That's definitely the yeah, way forward. I mean, I don't think that exists. No. But maybe that's something for, for some um, sort of stuff. For the Dildo Brothers to get, look into. Uh, <laughs> why don't we get, um, why don't we get um, James Dyson on it? Or yeah. one, of our, one of our best No, friends. I think the Dildo Brothers. <laughs> They'll do a better job. <laughs> Oi, they won't, they won't send um, manufacturing to Singapore, will they? Will they not? No, they won't. Don't know. Presumably well, they probably oh, I would. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think some sort of little um, button that releases the studs on your, on your trainers. So you, have, yeah. you may hit a button on your thigh or something. So you know like the old phones where you used to clip them and the... Stick it up. And the, the thing would come out and would mm. open and you could have access to Imagine the digits. Imagine that. Like, Imagine a picture of it comes on and all you hear is a click, 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 click. Yeah. Yeah. all the stewards. Uh, they're away. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that. It'll be quality. Oh, is he going for the studs? No. <laughs> We're in the stands. Yeah. Uh, but West Ham, they, they seem to have... Turned a corner from how bad they were at the start of the season, of course. However, they've only won once in their last five and they're, they're 13th on, on eight points. Now, yeah. they should be safe in the knowledge that there's a lot more dross below them in the league. Yeah. The thing with West Ham, though, is they've dropped eight points from winning positions, which is the highest in the league, and they are not out of the woods. Uh, I no know way. Like, a lot yeah. of that comes from their early form, but um, I think the sort of signs of improvement we were talking about before, are that, that stuttered a little bit, hasn't it? So that, may, that sort of leaves you questioning how good they actually are. They've yeah, I know what you mean. Step up again. We sort of don't really know because they, they were really that bad at the start and then they turned it right. You remember against Wolves, for example, when they, yeah. they lost at home and it was, you know, you thought to yourself, hang on, West Ham, they don't want another season where they're, their, their home atmosphere is toxic, you know? Yeah. No, I, f- I find it... And they sort of turn it around against Spurs. You know they were unlucky. Another day they might have got a result. I, was say, I find it fascinating, but that's too much. I don't find it fascinating. <laughs> it is surprising to see, though, if you think about how we've talked on this show, and lots of people have talked about how Burnley might be in trouble this season. And then we talk about after West Ham's poor start, they seem to do okay, mm. and they seem fine. I mean, they've got good players. They spent a lot of money. 
I was surprised to see both on exactly the same point. Yeah, mm. well, both Burnley, got eight points. Yeah, yeah, Burnley fifteen. Obviously, goal difference. They had a very poor start of the season. I mean, their last two matches: four 0 loss to Chelsea and a five 0 loss to Man City. Yeah. Although Dyche didn't seem too phased by this, he said uh, in the seasons uh, since Leicester won the league, the superpowers have moved forward. They've spent more and built bigger squads. So I think it's getting more difficult to return to the norm. The only anomaly is Manchester United. Lovely little dig. A yeah. dig. <laughs> a dig. So we'll, we'll, somehow, we'll somehow get the blame from that from Man United fans for just mentioning that that happened. Yeah, I mean. I just reading the quote, guys. I've been getting pelters from United fans. Have you? Yeah. Why? Mm. What have they been saying? You beardy twat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should have said... What, Absolutely what? flabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say that they'd been soft and spineless in the last few years? Yeah, 30 <laughs> years. I said they're the worst team in the 90s, they were. <laughs> the draw in this game um, between West Ham and Burnley is... 5-2 to two with Bet365, so £10 returns £35, including stake, should there be a stalemate. Indeed. Indeed. And before the break, it's now time with emails. Now time with now emails. Time with emails for <laughs> Jimmy Campbell. <laughs> that was strange, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. I liked it's, it, though. It's now time for those things we call emails with that guy over there, Jim Campbell. Hi, it's email time, and I... Finally, oh, wait. Wait for Nick Cage. Not the beast. Ah! You've got mail. There we go. Yeah. Sorry, I'm now say to, what you want. I'm starting to understand the bees because there's, there's been some dickheads this week. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not reading any of them out, but you know who you are. Um, <laughs> Why would, 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 would you not read them out because it encourages them? Yeah, yeah, fair but enough. But you know what you've done. Were they, few of you? Oh, were they slagging me off? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> morning, Ramblers. Um, don't know about that. Uh, on your most recent show, you mentioned a ref forgetting where he was and winning a header during a game. This reminded me of my teenage years when during a sabbatical between 11-a-side teams, I would referee at the youth level on the weekends for some extra cash. As you can imagine, under 12 games on a Sunday morning can become dull. One game in which I was officiating was particularly boring and I found myself daydreaming about playing the beautiful game. One team missed the goal. I blew the whistle to signify the goal kick. Kick and the goalkeeper fetched the ball, placed it down for a goal kick and hoofed it. Kick went slightly askew and flew towards me. It was sitting up beautifully and fueled by my daydreams. I forgot where I was and unleashed a blistering right foot volley. It's more common than you think, I'm yeah, telling you. absolutely. I would love to say that it arrowed into the top corner, but unfortunately it flew over the bar and onto one of the other pitches. I turned in frustration at my inaccuracy and the reality of my situation hit me. I sheepishly restarted the game. At the end of the match, my dad, who was the manager of one of the sides, asked me what I was thinking. I replied with the phrase my friends and I often use when trying something spectacular on the pitch. I saw the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> should have booked himself. Yeah, absolutely. Should have booked himself. Yeah. We all see the headlines at some point. Sadly for me, the headline was referee launches football off the pitch in disgust at the lack of quality <laughs> shown by 12-year-olds. That's from Sean in, of course, Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being a 12-year-old. The referee just volleys it away. You'd be like, what are you doing? I remember once getting... It's either me... And, and son of the manager of one of the teams. Come on, yeah. it shouldn't be a sign for that game. No, mm. I don't think so. Um, I remember either me or my friend Matt got booked by a referee who was incompetent uh, for saying, and again, for a one-two. Oh, uh, right. What? Yeah, so like, and again, and I think the referee thought he was being insulted or something. No, 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 because he he should... Oh, yeah, that's weird. He's yeah, not yeah. said mine. No, you can't say that. We know you can't say that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I was going along those Strange. lines. Strange. But the problem was then, it cost you £7, that. Yeah. yeah. yeah Admin fees. Admin fees. How many times have you been booked? Oh, loads. Really? I couldn't tell. I've been sent off three times, I think. <laughs> three wow. times? Three. Did you include that one on in the that tournament? No, four. five aside. Okay, doesn't count then. Still three, right. three, three times. Yeah, fair what enough. Did you, what was the worst one? I told you the stupidest one. Go on. The stupidest one was I was already on a yellow, 
And the, the linesman for the other team, this is Sunday football, the linesman for the other team was really biased. Mm-hmm. right? And I was, it was bad. And I was probably being a bit more vocal about it than I should have been. Sound like you. And the referee said to me, if you do it again, if you shout at him again, we're going to send you off because you're already in the yellow. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Uh, I completely <laughs> forgot about it. Five minutes later, he flagged again. Um, so I gave him both barrels, got sent off. And it was only as I was walking off, I realised that he was flagging for a goal kick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. I just carried on walking off. Yeah, so that was probably the stupidest one. You know, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, right. Well, now uh, obviously this is the email section, but mm-hmm. um, we know what you want, and we're all going to go straight to the main event. Special thank you to Maltese Joe and uh, Maltese Joe in pensive mood. It's Maltese Joe. It's absolutely marvellous. Thank you very much, Maltese Joe. We can't afford to make mistakes like that against uh, Maltese Joe. <laughs> Hang about. <laughs> mm. We got a Maltese Joe jingle. We Hang do. About. That's been sent in by Alex, and boys, the plot thickens. (laughs) So this is from Alex. Hi, guys. After hearing about the exploits of Maltese Joe, the referee, I decided to Google him and see what came up. The first result was a YouTube video of the first frame of the final of the Shoot Pool London Championships 1985, which a player called Maltese Joe Barbara wins. After the commentators relayed information about a dispute before the match between Maltese Joe and his opponent regarding which player would sit in the right-hand chair, both players wanted it because in every round before the final, the winner had sat in it, um, Maltese Joe lost the dispute. Doing further (laughs) digging, it seems Maltese Joe (laughs) even had a game named after him, Maltese Joe's Pool Challenge for the ZX Spectrum. He's provided evidence of this in form of a YouTube video as well. That's amazing. And an appearance on Scylla Black's Surprise Surprise in 1988. So that's her in the jingle. I thought that was Scylla. wondering, yeah. The second result was a report from a legal news website in 1995 stating... Former pool champion Maltese Joe was jailed for four and a half years today after he was caught trying to sell 1.5 million of banknotes to an undercover cop. So, yeah. My question is, can you verify whether this is the Maltese Joe the referee or just a pretender? And perhaps the bigger question, if this is the real Maltese Joe, when he didn't get to sit in the chair he wanted at the pool final, why didn't he just bring his car into the theatre and sit in that? Uh, And that's from Alex. So, I mean, obviously we don't know what Maltese Joe looks like, so we'll have to put put this over to the um, Herefordshire amateur football community um, to to, to see if they can identify him from the clips that have been sent in. We'll make them available on our social channels. Um, Um, I've seen a picture of Maltese Joe that someone tweeted and I've seen um, that video of him playing the pool and and for legal reasons I'm not going to say whether I think they're the same person or not <laughs> so it's up to other people to yeah, tell so us. We're gonna have there, to get, there's a um, chance though that he could have gone from Paul into refereeing yeah. but if you've got any information about Maltese Joe it's uh, show at the football yeah absolutely show at the football so we're going to put the ramble gumshoes onto that so those of you <laughs> um, who can identify him do let us know oh my goodness my goodness what a turn alright ladies and gentlemen after the break we're going to talk about Chelsea Crystal Palace and Manchester City and Southampton see you in a moment Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And I give it to you. You can copy it and then you go to Big Sam and maybe he can give a good interpretation. 
Love that. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show. Sponsored by Bet365. Chelsea have had a fine start to the season. They're still unbeaten, along with Liverpool and Man City, of course, in the league. They're into the quarterfinals of the Carabao Cup 2, beating Frankie Lampard's derby in controversial fashion. Yeah, and narrow fashion as well. Derby were absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Come on, derby, Frankie Lamps. Come on, derby, Frankie, Frankie Lamps. Lamps. Yeah. Not many people will get that. Come on, Forest, I Frankie don't. Clark. Not many people will get a. Yeah, if Come on, Forest, Frankie a Clark. A fictional Nottingham Forest chant that none of my Nottingham Forest friends remember. This is what <laughs> that I, you I, used to sing to me when we were at university. <laughs> and I thought it was definitely true, but no, I'm not sure. Well, a friend of mine from Edinburgh went down to see Forest. So this would have been probably mid nine. Nah, wouldn't have been. Yeah, probably mid 90s. Whenever Frank Clark was managing. Frank Clark was manager of yep. um, Forest, yep. apparently in, from 93 to 96. There you go. So it would have been around there. Yeah. Mid-90s is pretty accurate. Yeah, and he uh, he said that uh, he was in the stand and there was a, a large section of the fans. One old boy would stand up and go, uh, so that everyone would go, God, Forest. And one lad was just jumping up in between those chants going, Frankie Clark, go on, Forest, Frankie Clark. That does sound very 90s. Frankie Clark. Yeah. Like it's going 50, Darby. 50, Frankie 50 Clark. at yeah. the end. Go on, Derby, Frankie, Frankie Lamps. Lamps. They don't yeah. do it though because Derby and Forest hate each other, so they're yeah. never going to adopt that. So the point is moot. Mm, yeah, that is and true. false. Well, <laughs> the point is, Jim, it didn't happen. <laughs> it <laughs> might have happened. <laughs> I'm staying. Hard I, to prove a negative. Yeah. This is niche. <laughs> this is so niche. Yeah. Go on, then talk about the Carabao Cup. My team is still in it. <laughs> that Tamorio, that Tamorio goal was special. Oh, Fulham is still yeah. in it for another few wanted, hours. It. <laughs> it's not important. We're okay. talking about Tamori and his and his and his embarrassing own goal. goal. It was, it was really what, one of those ones you have to see a few times. What's to happened work to out Derby at the moment with own goals? I like Richard Keogh stepping up there. And yeah. scoring an own goal as well. That's captain yeah. behaviour. Don't right. worry about it, son. I've got this. <laughs> got Carson. I'll dilute your, 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 your... Yeah, he was gutted. Absolutely gutted. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But Tamori's been fantastic for Derby this yeah. year. And they've got a great great partnership, him and Richie Keogh. I know. And I, and I suppose because they never thought it would come up, they haven't stopped Tamori playing against his parent club. Yeah. And, and I guess they were pleased Mount with that well. when he scored an own goal. But. That's true. Scott Carson must be thinking, can you, to his defenders, please can you put, stop putting the ball past me for yeah. crying yeah. out loud. It's getting ruddy ridiculous. Uh, but uh, of course, the other the, the, the controversy was uh, VAR because in the build-up to Cesc Fabregas' winner Tom Lawrence was fouled by Zappa Costa no free kick was awarded Chelsea were given a throw-in from which they scored mm. the thing with that is I can't remember the actual incident but as a general point of principle you've got to defend you've got to play you're yeah. going to get decisions going against you I understand VAR's there for that reason but it's a new phase of play. If it's a throw-in, it's a throw-in. You can't say, yeah. oh, by the way, because you could you could extrapolate that back to whatever. Oh, mm. back in the fourth minute, we didn't get a throw-in we should have got and yeah. they never would have scored. It we doesn't shouldn't make any put sense. two goals into our own net. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very true. David Nugent hit the post oh, late on. Oh, very nearly made the difference. Oh. It's one of those ones that you don't see very often where it comes off the post straight into the keeper's arms. Yeah. That's such a shame. Such a shame. Uh, Jack Marriott was man of the match for Derby. He was excellent. Playing in League One last season. So uh, another uh, sort of young starlet playing for Derby. Uh, Gianfranco Zola commented that Chelsea loanies Mason Mount and uh, tomorrow, tomorrow of course, had good games. Uh, Mason Mount again, Luke. Yeah, he's been a bit quieter recently. Mm -hmm. um, I think he's, as you well know, I think he's absolutely fantastic. I think he's one of the uh, probably one of the best talents outside the Premier League. Yeah, I would say. Um, Does that include all the leagues in Europe? <laughs> I wouldn't have enough knowledge to, to know that but, <laughs> but uh, yeah I think he's been a bit more quiet recently played well recently against Sheffield United um, and was quite good again last night I found it funny when Zola said oh yeah about the, the two 
Derby loan, uh, the Chelsea loan he's at Derby. Yeah, they played with him. I was like, what do you, what do you lot care? Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> gonna... But uh, having said that, I mean, having said that, they, go on. Given Loftus Cheek's been given the nod more yeah. recently, and, and Barkley's in there a little bit. Yeah, Barkley, come on, no, he, he was a big signing essentially, and not a huge signing, but he was a, a signing. True. Of sorts. I mean, well, okay, talking of Loftus Cheek, he has featured a little bit more of late. He's got a hat trick in the Europa League. He did. So, yeah, he's featured a little bit more, but he's not... How can you feature more than scoring a hat-trick in a game? <laughs> what do you want from him? Well, well he's not starts. starting in the Premier League, Come on. Come on, you know what he's doing there. He's featured only a little bit in the Premier League. He came on um, for Pedro, didn't he, against Burnley. He played an hour. Pedro went off early and he scored in that game as well. Yeah, he's played a little he's bit He's playing more. his way in. So, in the last I'm three pleased. games... I'm pleased. Look, I want him to flip and play for Chelsea. That's, that's what I want. Stop denigrating him then. Sorry, I'm just joining your yeah. team, Luke. He's yeah. out of order, Speller. In his yeah. last three games, he's it's played like 200-odd minutes. Why do you, know do you hate young English players? <laughs> oh, gutting. This is gutting from people listening at home who think you're an yeah. England fan. It's not gutting at all uh, because you're, you're talking... <laughs> Come on, pop. Chelsea. RLC. <laughs> Come on, Chelsea. RLC. <laughs> Uh, come on, Ramble. Uh, but it might be on a more serious point. That might the fact that Loftus Cheek's played a lot. It's of good. It's year, encouraging. It's it might be a sign that Sarri is picking players on merit. He, yeah. Well, he scored a hat trick in the Europa League, Luke. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. I must have missed that. <laughs> uh, which shows you the quality of our young English players, Jim. Whether they're doing it in the Bundesliga or the Europa mm. League or the Premier League, yeah. we, we're enjoying it. But uh, it could, might you use Ross Barkley as inspiration because Barkley now seems like a real asset to that mm. side where he was a, at most a bit part player and Antonio Conte said last season was it well it's a bit difficult when, you, when you've only got Ross Barkley on the bench yeah. which I admit, I admit he may not have meant that as harshly as it sounded but he may well have done yeah, I mean this absolutely. is a man who I like to remind everybody that Andrea Pirlo once said when Conte speaks his words assault you mm, so yeah. you know we make what you will of that um, but Maurizio Sarri who uh, it, it seems to just be this sort of wonderful sort of I suppose alchemist, sort of. like an alchemist. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to say like a sort of like I don't know, like a caretaker. I know what you mean. Just really, sort of casually strolling around, just making everything work, swinging keys, yeah. a big set of keys. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's uh, it, and it's funny because he's obviously quite, you know, in the not latter. Well, I suppose you could say latter stages of his. Well, he's only in my seventies, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. So anyway, um, but but he's talking about Ross Barkley and said that Barkley's fitness and physical conditions played a, a big part in his resurgence. And according to Sky Sports, Barkley ran nearly twelve kilometers against Burnley, the same as N'Golo Kante, who's uh, known for that sort of activity, right? Yeah. And on average, is running a, a kilometer and a half per ninety minutes more than he did at Everton. That's great. That's probably about a, a mile and a bit. This is the thing, if, though, if isn't it? If you, are, if you are moving from... <laughs> 1.6 kilometres is a mile, I think. Yeah, if you're a Brexiteer, that's about... Yeah. Uh, Stop with your Brexit business. <laughs> yeah. um, come on, Brexit, UK. Come on, Brexit, UK. That's what you're singing. Teresa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jim, sorry. Yeah, you what I was going to say is if you're, if you're moving from a club like Everton, which, which with all due respect to them are at sort of the top tier of the second tier, uh, or top end of the second tier, then you, you do have to up your game, don't you? You do have to show that you can you know, step up to the to the next level. And Barkley's doing that. He's a player I've always enjoyed to watch because he has that sort of glide to him when he's on mm. the ball, which is a very, very rare thing. And it's it's really nice to see him um, actually sort of stake a claim because a lot of young English players have gone to, or not necessarily even young, like promising English players have gone to Chelsea and just found their, their path to the first team just impossible to, to get through. I mean, like Scott Parker was a good example of that. I mean, Steve Sidwell Sidders. moved to Chelsea at one point, which sounds, seems mad now, doesn't it? I saw him on the tube the other day. Is it not sorry, Mark? Is it, is it not more, or at least to do, as part to do with the position he plays as well? Because yeah. he, he, he was a player that we saw who liked to create goals and mm-hmm. and and be very sort of yeah. necessarily technically skillful, but creating a creator yeah. of chances. And in the modern game, you have to be more than that, really, don't yeah. you? Sure. I, I mean, look, it's, we don't want to come across harsh to having a go at Chelsea. So they don't play English players. You know, there's tons of clubs that don't do that as well. And also, let's you know, it's 
Chelsea have won a lot of trophies in mm. recent years. And, and and if players aren't quite good enough at that level, then you can't just say, well, because they're English, they, they should get in. But I just think it's, it's it's quite encouraging to see Barkley, you know, when he's been given a go, is actually playing quite well, but often a change of manager and so on and so forth. But we would love to see Loftus-Cheek uh, playing more because he's clearly got quality. You know, Absolutely. He's shown that. You know, um, really and they're playing Crystal Palace this weekend, Chelsea. Mm. And Crystal Palace are a colossal 10-1 to 1 to win this with Bet365. £10 will return £110, including stake, should they upset the apple cart. Indeed. The football cart. Well, Palace are out of the League Cup after Lewis Wing scored a peach to send Middlesbrough through to face Burton Albion. I haven't seen this goal. Was it a good one? That was a nice one. Lovely one, was it? Yeah, a good old thwack from about 25 yards. Like that. Yeah. No problem with that. Indeed, yeah. Lewis Wing. Should go to Wing's restaurant after that, Jim. Yeah. Although... Is he playing on the wing? Yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, lazy in it. Man City play Southampton. Are we looking at a home win for this one? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with Jim. City are going for a seventh clean sheet in a row. Southampton haven't scored in five games. <laughs> to, to paraphrase, see where this is going to go. To paraphrase Gordon Brown in the election campaign of 2010, <laughs> I agree with Jim. <laughs> oh dear, Just yeah. some bigoted anchor. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Well played. Yeah. Well played. Uh, yeah, Man City beat Spurs, of course, at uh, Wembley, which set off Gary Neville. Yeah, I was at the, I was at the game. I love the idea that you, you can were. set him off. <laughs> I'm getting a load of I'm getting a load of stick online at the moment for saying that on Twitter I think for saying that when I've been at a game I don't really know why I shouldn't be saying that mm. at least people know that I do go to games yeah and yeah. Uh, have you mentioned do you support at any time Portsmouth yeah yeah, yeah I support Portsmouth mm-hmm. yeah no, that's fine I'm not sure you're really hiding your allegiances yeah. there. No. top of the league <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> when we did a league one ramble that's what I want to know yeah exactly um, Manchester City they were the better side than Spurs Bernardo Silva believes it'll be harder this season to win the league it often is to defend the league title of course yeah I think that's right um, as Portsmouth may or may not know he touted <laughs> they Chelsea don't, they don't know that <laughs> he t- we won the league last season yeah, do you know how long Pompey were top for last <laughs> Might season? Might not be the same league they're in. Pompey were top for the entire season, 46 games. They were top. It was the season before last. They were mm-hmm. top oh, sorry, yeah. for a total, I think, of 20 minutes. Amazing. Yeah. And it was the last 20 minutes. Well, they're not going to win that league again, are they? Teddy Sheringham would say. It's all about timing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They might have to win it. In oh, a they few might years. do, Jim. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't <laughs> hold your breath. Uh, but yeah, he said it would be harder this season to win the league uh, because he touted Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs, and Arsenal. As their title challengers, not Man United, another dig there. Um, <laughs> although, is it a dig or is he just looking at the facts? I think you're seeing digs everywhere, table. Marcus. You're like a, a paranoid, like uh, you're like you're like uh, McCarthy during yeah. McCarthy Witch Hunt. You're just mm. seeing seeing digs everywhere. A little bit of Dig skull, skull diggery. Yeah, if but you, will. you have to say. I mean, we're ten games in, so you may or may not have any think there's any merit at all in looking at the league table. Lots of people would say there isn't, but if you do think there is, mm. then you have to consider Arsenal to be in there. Everyone down to, I would say, Spurs in fifth. I mean, that's five points between the top five teams. Mm. It's all to play for. It is all to right play for. Right now it is. I'm sure that will, um, obviously that will level off later yeah. on. I think it'll be but City, think... Liverpool and Chelsea will be the serious ones. But I know. still think Man City, I just think they're still the best side. I, I don't oh, know. I agree, yeah. Not as comfortable as they were last season, but... I was impressed I with City, know, actually... um, Getting the job done on Monday. Well, it's just it was a difficult situation. It was a rescheduled game. The pitch wasn't great. Um, it's so weird watching it because yeah. of the state of the pitch and also the markings on the pitch. It's just, yeah. It was it was a game it to me. Mendy. I don't he know what it, it looked like on. Oh yeah, exactly. I don't know what it looked like on TV, but from the stadium, it felt a bit like it didn't really properly get going. And Spurs had their chances. Yeah, they were quite profligate. And but City felt like they could have stepped yeah. up again. You yeah. know, it was a bit of a strange mm. game. It really. felt very very weird. Um, yeah, it felt a bit weird. But I, I think actually, I have to say that. 
City pretty much have been as impressive as they were last season. I, I know that they had that really long winning run, but um, I think they're just not getting the plaudits they were before because we're used to them playing yeah. like that now. Well, I no, think, I, if anything, that's freed them up. My point was not that City's performance has dropped off from last season. It's more that you have more worthy contenders. Yeah, they've stepped right. up. Yeah. And I think Chelsea and Liverpool have closed the gap because mm. last season, as the, yeah, as they the just... league table quite easily showed that they were head and shoulders the best side in the league, whereas perhaps maybe they're just ahead above everybody at the moment. I don't know. Well, not at the moment, but we'll see as the, the season progresses. Uh, Almeric Laporte has now played 19 Premier League matches without a defeat, which is a record for a new player to the league. Yeah, very good. Who was holding Quite the record? Nice. Who had the record before? You don't know, do you? It, it wasn't Imeric Laporte. No. Uh, but John Stones and Laporte have been the centre-half pairing that Guardiola has chosen for the bigger games in the league this season. Yeah, he's, um, uh, away uh, to Stones, Arsenal. he's played a bit of right-back as well, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah I think a couple of a times. Bit, yeah. But away to Arsenal, Liverpool and Spurs. But, you know, that is a... It's a decent centre-half yeah. pairing. It doesn't look the, the the most kind of physically imposing in a sort of traditional sense, but Guardiola is not I one think, for a traditional approach, I suppose. I think Laporte is fantastic. And both good on the ball, both yeah. technically mm. uh, good, good in the tackle. But do you remember when Laporte signed for City? Mm. I think we talked about him on, on the continent and I said to Andy and possibly James, obviously on the concert's out now, it's an episode out yesterday, but when it happened, I was I was convinced that Laporte was really short of pace for the Premier League, but mm. he seems to be absolutely fine. Yeah, I don't think he's even what played... What I'm a... trying to say is I was wrong. Yeah. Again. But I don't think he's even played a game for France yet, has he? Right. Maybe he's... Maybe, maybe, I, I mean, fair enough, they've got a pretty good centre-half partnership in mm. France. But, uh, but, but what a player he is, though. But Man City, as you were saying, or, or certainly alluding to um, a moment ago, Jim, they've only conceded three goals in the league. And that's the thing about them, is that you forget you've got such wonderful attacking talent but they're so tight at the back. Mm. And and in in previous seasons, not so much last season, of course, but you thought to yourself, ah, you can still get at them if you try and go for that. And John Stones was seen as a little bit, still a bit You can only dodgy. get at them if you're brilliant. You yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not like, you can't say that, I mean, who are they playing this weekend? Huddersfield, aren't they? Southampton. Southampton sorry, Southampton. You can't, um, you, you can't really make a, a serious argument that Southampton can get at Man City. Danny Ings, mate. Well, you just said the name of a Southampton player. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's all you've done there, really. Uh-huh, yeah, you, you understand what I mean. They have to be yeah. a good team to start with, don't they? Right. We 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 couldn't just put a team together and go. Well, we they can be got at them. Uh, we well, can do all that. It Pete just, Donaldson. <laughs> Pete might disagree. Yeah, I'm not as pacey as I was. Is Pete back on Monday. He might be. Yeah. Who good. knows? Who knows? Yeah. Hopefully, if he gets through customs. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's the only person I know who lives more on social media than he does in real life. Well, I've got internet, isn't it? Yeah, I've known him for like I think fifteen years, and I think I've spent more time with him on social media than mm. in real life just by looking at his stuff. My mm. goodness, Hi, uh, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, Southampton. I mean, if you you know, Man City only conceded three goals in the Premier season. Only Huddersfield have scored fewer league goals than Southampton this season. Mark Hughes and his boys won win in ten matches. Uh, they have registered back-to-back clean sheets, though, against Newcastle and Bournemouth. Well, it's a platform to build on, isn't They're it? They're not a very good team, are they? No. All right. And they are um, 22 to 1 to win this game against Man City. So £10 returns, uh, £230, including stake, should they spring the upset. I really hope they do. Well, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no, I can hope though you can hope whatever you want mate. thanks mate but keep most of those hopes to yourself <laughs> I know what your track record is well talking of hope let's have our best bet for bet 365 yeah okay this is from Bryce Lackey brilliant name mm, good one brilliant name um, no lackey to us though no he says hello Ramble after being denied a win last week by correctly selecting Bournemouth to win at over two and a half goals uh, and, and over two and a half goals I hope you will jump on the hype train while you have the chance Bryce, I'll, I'll be honest, no one here is aware of your picks before. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're uh, not on a double. I always thought yeah. to myself, is he on a double? No. You're, no, making, no. you're making out that we've purposely shunned you. We yeah. haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this today, this week, is evidence <laughs> we haven't done that. He says, uh, yeah, I hope you'll jump on the hype train while you have the chance. This week, I like Liverpool to win at Arsenal. 
on both teams to score. It's currently 12 to 5, and it's an easy call given the results of previous meetings between the two teams. Help me to help you. Mm, I like that. Yeah, so Liverpool to beat Arsenal and both teams to score is 12 to 5. So £50 will return £170, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must, must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. Good luck, Bryce. Good luck. Uh, Do you know what? I'm going to say it now. I think Bryce could be the first hat trick. Really? Yeah. That's a massive shout. Yeah, I just see. Is this mind games? Mm, No. Do you not not like his attitude? No, I want him to succeed. Yeah, you're trying to get in his head. No, I like his attitude. I like that bet as well. I think this could be it. Jim, Marcus can't affect it. You know that. Yeah. It's going to happen. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm just thinking of the choices he might later choose. True, actually. He can affect that. Uh, okay. You're putting the pressure on him yeah. there. Bit well, of mind games, that is. Let's Trying see. to make him overconfident. Speaking of games, it's now game time with Luke Moore. It isn't going for gold, but let's hear it anyway. So, the heat is on and the time is right. It's time for you, but you would have Yeah, it is indeed game time with me, Luke. Inexplicably, you guys and even some of the listeners, I'll say some of them, enjoyed the game we did last week, so I thought I'd put you through your paces another time. If you haven't heard it, very, very quick, uh, Pracy, of how it works. I give the guys a player. They have to bid on how many of those clubs he played for they can name. If you if you get the highest bid and you get it all the clubs right, you win a point. If you get it wrong, you don't win a point. Uh, and there's five to go, and we'll go 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 from now. And you found out where this is originally from? I think it's from Bud Monkhouse's Wipeout. Nice. I knew it was from like a 90s quiz, cool. and um, someone tweeted me with um, Wipeout with Bob Monk, the great, the late great oh, Bob yeah. Monkhouse. Oh, yeah. Um, so with huge respect to that, to that man and his family, well, this is uh, a game I've ripped off for a football podcast. Bob Monkhouse mm. said the greatest gag of all time, yeah. you know. Oh, well, it's um, when I said I wanted to be a stand-up comedian... Everybody laughed at me. Yeah, they're not they're laughing, laughing now. Oh, you're doing it, are you? You're <laughs> yeah. doing the punchline? Oh, brilliant. Well great, done, Marcus. Great timing, guys. Yeah. That is so brilliantly Bob delivered. House. Why don't we leave it to the expert comedian over there? <laughs> well, you should have done. I'm doing it again. All right. When I wanted to be a start comedian, everyone laughed at me. They're not laughing now. <laughs> <laughs> so the legacy Bob Monkhouse would have wanted. Yeah. Here we go. Us butchering his jokes and then ripping off his game show. <laughs> First up, uh, Marcus, you I, I believe you won last week. They're not laughing now. So you get a chance to go first. Yes. And the first player uh-huh. is Emil Heskey. Oh, saucepans. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I'm legally allowed under the terms of the game to tell you he had seven, seven clubs in total. You go straight in with a seven if you want. Jim can't do anything about it. I'll go four. Jim, you can beat that. That's an unambitious start oh. from spell of that. No, I yeah, but I know he's. I, I saw what three. I saw what his game was last week, and I thought, now I'm going to push him this week. Just so you know, Jim, because we're just restarting the game again. Three gets you nowhere. Yeah. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to call his bluff. Okay. So what you're saying? Five. I haven't. No, used... no, I'm saying four. four. Then. But you want me to name, the name four? four. Name four. Emil Heskey sides. Yep. England. No, no. joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, Jim. You yeah. win the point. Come on. <laughs> uh, Leicester City. Correct. Liverpool. Correct. Aston Villa. Correct. Um, and uh, I'm going to try and be a little bit clever and say Newcastle Jets. Correct. Oh, well done, Marcus. Nice one. That's one point much. to you. Yeah, you those could are the three had, I thought of. You could uh-huh. have had Birmingham City, Wigan Athletic, Aston Villa or Bolton Wanderers. Yeah. No, um, I thought I was at showboating. Next up, Jim, you get to go first this time. It's one point to Marcus. Uh, Rude Van Nistelrooy, who has also had seven clubs in total. Seven? Yeah. Seven. 
Okay. Play along at home. Play along at home. Get your little <laughs> notes out on your phone or a pen and paper and play along. Play Definitely along. think of three. Okay, well, it could be an opening opening gambit. Yeah, I mean, that's anything else I'd be guessing at, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with three. Marcus, my can, bets. can you do four or would you like Jim to name three? Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to say four because it's, it's obvious the three are, okay. so... You uh, want to go four? So you're going for four? Yeah, I'm going to have to. Jim, do you want to go five? Nope. Okay, so Marcus, you have to name four for, for your second point. So, uh, uh, oh, blimey, let me get this right. Did he start at PSV. We'll just name the club. PSV, yeah. Eindhoven, then Manchester United, yeah. Real Madrid. And I'm struggling, which is poor. You need another one, do you? I know, I do, I do need another one, which is really, really poor because I'm desperately trying to bloody think. Ah, this is bad. Who the hell did he flow for? I'm going to hit, I think I might hit some sort of jingle to, to say you've run out of time. All right. Uh, do, hang on. Are you, what, you're going to press it there? <laughs> you're out of time. No, no, no. I'm, I've got one more. Go on. Uh, <laughs> Sparta, Rotter, Sparta Rotterdam. Incorrect. No, this was. Steady with the language. I know English isn't your first. <laughs> that's what you get if you get it wrong. So who were the others? So you've got three, so you failed. So that's a point to Jim. You could have Jim's had... such a coward in this game. I know, game, he is a little bit. No, 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 the, this is really the, cowardly. This is the game, mate. Yeah, I know, and you, and you lost last week, by the way. I did, yeah. You're going to lose this week. If you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Steady with the language. I know you Ben Bosch. Oh, I'd never got that. Here in vain. Ah, oh, that was the... Uh, PSV, Man United, Real Madrid, Hamburg and Malaga. Malaga! Malaga. Okay, so the next one up is um, Craig Bellamy, Marcus, and it's you first. And he's had eight clubs in total. That's obviously not counting clubs he's been to twice. Yeah. Eight different clubs. Bellas. Bellas. Bloody Bellas. Okay. Uh... Don't, don't press that button. I'm going to press a button if you don't hurry up. No, I've got... I've, hang on. Think so, of the listeners. I am thinking, I'm thinking of everybody. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm-hmm. Get in there with a punchy five. Put Jim under pressure. Yeah, yeah, I'll go five. Yeah, Jim? I think I can do five as well. Um, yeah, you've got to go six, though. You've yeah. got to play tactics here. You've got to get in there. I know, I know. Three. I tried that. All right, I'm go- I'll go six. Yes, yes Jim. There we go. Why do you not? want to go seven? No. Bid, bid him with seven. No, because I want to see All right, Jim do Jim, six. You got a name He's six. not been in this position six for a while. Here. Okay, go ahead. Right, so Liverpool. Correct. Newcastle. Correct. Coventry City. Correct. Uh, West Ham correct oh he's on for it Cardiff City correct he's on I need one more don't I yeah let's have a think oh, if I Blackburn Rovers correct well played BT Sky sorry it's Sky Sports Sky sorry then we can cut BT out um <laughs> have a little Jess Reeves well button. done Jim well done Jim you're two one up mate who are the oh, others um, yeah you Celtic. can so I'll tell you all of them Norwich mm. City Coventry City Newcastle United Celtic Blackburn Liverpool West Ham Man City uh, and that's yes. it yeah oh Cardiff you already said that um, so Jim you're up this time mate mm-hmm. this is a bit of a curveball this one Ooh. I've been looking forward to this one after have <laughs> he's played for 13 clubs in total a bloody hell and the player I want you to get cracking with is Mr Christian Vieri Oh, you like that one, Jesus Jesus Play along at home. Oh. If you've got any knowledge of Italian football, play along at home. He's got 13. 13. 13. That is yeah. mad. I'm going to go four. No, three. Three, Because okay. I'm going to be guessing. <laughs> three. Three. You've got to go four. I'll go four. You go five. You put it back on him. <laughs> put it back on him. No, I'll go four. Okay, Marcus wants four, Jim. You're going to have to go five, mate. You're two one up, though, so you could consolidate yeah. if you want. All right, I'm going to go five. Why not? Good man. Do you want to go six? Uh, five, 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 do you want to go six? No, I'll go three? six. Yes! <laughs> Jim? No, no. All right, way. so Marcus, you've got to name six clubs 
Out of the 13 that in his career from 1991 to 2009, Christian Vieri played for. Atletico Madrid. Correct. Juventus. Uh, correct, yeah. Correct. Um, Fiorentina. Correct. Uh, <laughs> three to go. Yeah, three to go. Um, Inter. Correct. Atalanta. Correct. This is big. <laughs> this is very big. Uh, um, Gordon Bennett, one more. Um, three, one, just minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's got to be another Italian club in there. Do you know what? I think he, I think he might have played for AC Milan as well. You want to go with that one? Yep. Eight games for AC Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Well yes. Fair play. Hang on, I won it. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. So it's two all. Unbelievably, it's gone down to the decider Who else again. was it? Just out of interest. So you could yeah. have gone Torino, Pisa, Ravenna, Venezia, Atalanta, Juventus, Atletico, Lazio, Inter, Lazio. Milan, yeah. Lazio, Monaco, Sampdoria, uh, Atalanta oh. again, and Fiorentina. Oh, that's because Sampdoria and then Milan, I was choosing between the two, but either was yeah. right. But right. Uh, Lazio was poor. I should have got Lazio. Here's the decider. Here we go. He's played for eight clubs in total, which was actually quite surprising to me. Um, here's the great man himself with nods to cameraman Sam, the great Welshman Ian Rush. Ooh. Who's up first to name you, I think, Marcus, isn't it? Yeah, because you went three to start with Vieira, so you're first. <laughs> One? <laughs> no, I can name... Oh, can I name much I more? That... It's all to play for. It's eight. two each. Two each. He's played for eight. I can name three. All right, Jim, if you get four, I'll give you the money myself. Yeah, I can't get four. I'm going to put pressure on you. All right. I mean, three. I think three is quite straightforward for Rushy. Jim, you, you sure you don't want to go four? I've got a short memory on this one. All right, I'll bow to peer pressure and I'll go good four. Good man. Marcus, you were so good with Vieri. <sighs> I know. It's given you confidence, I'd imagine. I know. I'm, uh, <sighs> I, can, I can definitely get three. Is that a fourth one I'm thinking? Oh, Gordon Bennett. Okay, I'm going to have to push you. I'm going to push you along because there are people listening to this. What do you think? Do you want to go five or do you want Jim to name four? It's all to play for. Two each. This is the deciding one. You're the reigning champion, Marcus. Jim can name four. All right, Jim. Ready? You've got four to go. Ian Rush. Play along at home. I'll give you the, 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 all, the, all the clubs at the end. Jim, the floor is yours. Mm-hmm. Liverpool. Correct. That was a, that was a banker. <laughs> that was a banker. Yeah. Scored um, about four million goals yeah. for him. <laughs> I might show myself up here, but did he play for AC Milan? No, no, he played for Juventus. Oh, Jim, no. Jim. Balls. Cheers, Jeff. I was Cheers, Jeff. <laughs> My other guesses were massive guesses. We're going to be Leeds. Yes, correct. And uh, Crew. No, Chester. No, I know where you're going with it, though. So my, my guess is, so if I'd have had to have gone for, I'd have said Liverpool, yeah. Juventus, yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. Oh, they, were, they, were the th- they were the three. And then the fourth one was, was it like Plymouth Argyle he played for a game? He, he played play? for, I'll tell you, he played for Chester City, mm. Liverpool, Juventus, Liverpool again, uh, Leeds United, Newcastle United, Sheffield United on loan, uh. Wrexham, and then Sydney Olympic. I was going to guess at Wrexham, thinking uh, that was Wrexham. from earlier in his career. So there you go. Won. So, Marcus, you are, again, two out of two, you're still the running champion. Yeah, well done, mate. So, here's on, and the time is right. It's time for you, but you to Lord.
I like how we we do the theme tune out of the. Of I the like game as um, well. how to combat claims from some listeners of our self indulgence. We finish with an eleven minute game. <laughs> <laughs> and there we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. If you're still there, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, Jim Campbell. Good night. We're back on Monday and Pete Donaldson will be in tow. This was a Radio Staccano production. 